Konnichiwa. And hey, y'all. I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie. And welcome to Sumo, sumo Kaboom, where we talk about all things sumo. That's right. If you've listened to us before, welcome back. If you're here for the first time, we're glad you found us. First up, the last time I checked, we had 93 people playing Kachikoshi Bingo, Bingo with us. There are just a few cards available, so if you're interested in joining, I would say check our socials and join ASAP. All you got to do is put a star on a name when that wrestler gets a Kachikoshi or more wins than losses and get five across, five up, down, diagonal, whatever. You know how bingo works. And of course... We are still playing Blackout Bingo on our first set of bingo cards. Reach out with a pick when you think you got a win. That's right. Sure. Send a picture. And you know what you could have if you win? Jam. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Big jam. That's right. Jam. And you get bragging rights. Exactly. Till the next boss show. That's right. That's very exciting. Maybe we should come up with a big trophy that we can like mail out <laughs> and then the people have to mail it back and we <laughs> send it to the next person. How about just using one of our old soccer trophies? Do I you have one know. around? We'll have to see what we can come up with. That would be actually really fun to like move a trophy around. All right. Secondly, we are going to get to the boss show. That's the big news of the day. But first, newsflash. Guys, I have some news, and the news is that I really don't have any news. We're in the middle of a boss show. There is a lot going on day to day. A lot of wrestlers are being interviewed, so there's lots of stuff like that I could talk about. But I really wanted to talk about something that I think just kind of got brushed under the rug, and I don't know exactly what happened. But let's just talk about the elephant in the room. What's that? Well, I can't remember. Maybe it was like the day three or something like that. I can't remember. One of the sideline judges had like a bathroom emergency. Do you remember that? Oh, God. That was so long ago. But yes, I do remember that. And it was all over the news. The fact that this guy had to get up and go to the bathroom. Yes. Well, because it's so out of the ordinary that like the wrestlers were on the doyo. They were like preparing for the match. And the guy's like, excuse me, I need to go now. Bad. But you know what was funny is that there was some discussion about what happened, which means this poor guy just couldn't go to the bathroom and just like, let that be it. Like he couldn't just be like, look, I needed to go to the bathroom. It was kind of an emergency. Let's not talk about it. But people kept trying to interview him or trying to get to the bottom of it. And apparently it was said that he had a very bad stomach ache, so strong that he couldn't sit anymore as much as he tried. So he just went to the toilet And later, after that day was over, he actually felt worse, and he was extremely pale and perspiring. So I think... I think he was just sick. But, I, you know, in the in the age of coronavirus, you're well, like, well, yeah. I don't want that to, you know, you want to make sure that everybody's healthy. I guess that's why they kind of were like dogged with their follow up on. Yeah, that's probably why. His health. Huh? Yeah, but then I was like, what if you just ate something really bad? I mean, we've all been there. Oh, yeah. Where you're like, no, I got to go now. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's all I have for Newsflash. <laughs> that's today's hard-hitting news in the sumo world. Sumo Somebody had diarrhea really on day three. <laughs> <laughs> or at least that's the only interesting thing to me in the news world. <laughs> all right. Well, let's jump right into day three of the Aki Basha. There is so much great sumo 
all around happening in this sumo tournament. But I want to, I just want to put a shout out for Onosho, who was really starting to shine here on day three. Now remember, Onosho had a disastrous <laughs> string of losses in just the last basho. Soul crushing. Yeah. And everyone was cheering him on, I think, at like day 13 to win one. Well, new tournament. New wrestler. New Ono Show, New Ono Show, yes. Ono Show versus Wakataka Kage on day three at the Tachiai. Wakataka Kage got the belt. Ono Show didn't, but it didn't matter because Ono Show just ran forward and flung his entire body on top of Wakataka Kage. Wakataka Kage tried to twist right at the edge of the doyo and let Ono Show hit the deck first, but they both went airborne and Wakatakakage landed just a hair ahead of Onosho. It was athletic, it was spirited, and I loved it. Well, and kudos to you for saying Wakatakakage so many times Thank so you. perfectly. Thank you. We both agree. It is the best sumo name. It absolutely is. So thank you for that bout to those two gentlemen. And I just want to apologize again. I know it's a travesty to try to go through multiple days of sumo in one podcast. We have to leave a lot of really fantastic fights out. But yeah. we're just picking and choosing ones that stood out to us or were funny or were noteworthy for some reason or another. So day three also, Shodai versus Endo. Mm. This was a really big touchy eye. Endo went for a pull going backwards, and Shodai stayed right with him, gave Endo a big push all the way out. Mainly, okay, I gotta admit here, the sumo wasn't really exciting. The best part of this match was the fact that Endo fell right on top of Takakesho, who was sitting next to the doyo, and yes. we got treated to a slow motion <laughs> shot of Takakesho slowly rolling down from a seated position to laying flat on his back. He looked and like one of those weeble wobbles. Yes, he absolutely <laughs> looked like a weeble wobble. Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. Oh my God. Do you know how many times I rewound the slow mo of that just to see? Takakesho's face being like just rolled into, but just it was kind of just perfect ball that well, just kind of weeble wobble. And what's so perfect about this is I could not remember the name of that toy from the 70s, the weeble wobbles, but I love the fact that you just knew exactly what was on my mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> because that was it. I know weeble wobble when I see one. <laughs> and a big thank you to Beth in Fargo, North Dakota, because she sent us an email this week and she got very excited because we were calling Takakesho T-Rex and she, she said, we call <laughs> Call him Taka T-Rex. And I think that is maybe my favorite nickname for Taka Show now. The slow-mo Taka T-Rex weeble wobble moment. Just thank you, sumo gods, for giving me that on day three. <laughs> All right. The other one I want to talk about in day three that I loved, Asanoyama yeah. versus Terunofuji. Okay. Asanoyama Ozeki versus Terunofuji. Maegashira won and X Ozeki. It was new Ozeki versus old, old Ozeki. Ozeki. What a surprise. Yeah. Asanoyama came in fast. He got a double inside grip. Push Terunofuji to the bales and 
belly bumped. Terunofuji belly bumped right back so that he would not go out. He grabbed Asanayama's belt with his left hand and pushed Asanayama right back to the center of the ring. Asanayama swung Terunofuji around for an attempted throw, but Terunofuji held on to that belt grip and never let go. Both were a bit off balance and Terunofuji was able to transition the arc of movement right into this gorgeous overarm throw, Uwatanage. Basically, Asanayama got schooled by an ex-Ozeki. I never thought that I would cheer so much to watch Asanayama lose, but I have to say that Terunofuji belongs in the Sanyaku ranks. Even with his injuries, he deserves to be fighting at this level, and my Gosh, is it fun to watch him move. Oh, absolutely. He's excited. I get yeah. nervous seeing those knees wrapped up like Tochi Notions, like what's around the corner. I know. But he's looking great. And I do want to remind people that this was day three. Asanayama is a new Ozeki, and he this was his third day of losses Yeah, in Abasho, yeah, which is pretty extraordinary. Struggling. That's not, it's not what was supposed to happen. Right. So Although I give them a little bit of, I give all the wrestlers a little bit of wiggle room because they just didn't have their normal practice leading up to this boss show. So I feel like everybody's a little bit wonky. So that takes us right out of day three into day, day four. four. Can we talk about Toby Zaru? Yes. Now, this little upstart, so I like to call him, he's exciting. He's teensy, which is the southern way of saying tiny. We say he's teensy. Yep. He's real tiny, y'all. But he's very exciting. And he has just come into this Basho with so much excitement. And you can see it on his face. Mm -hmm. He loves being there. Mm -hmm. He's just so excited to be let into this big boys club. But this bout, Tobizaru versus Kaisei. Now, this was an awkward battle. And it started with Tobizaru meeting this mass of a sweet man, because Kaisei is a big sweet man, but he couldn't really move Kaisei because Kaisei is just friggin' enormous, yeah. right? Uh-huh. But he got Kaisei pulled up and into this wonky off-balance position, and he managed to get Kaisei turned around, and he walked him basically out of the ring like a misbehaved toddler. It was an okuridashi, but it looked kind of humiliating when they kind of lose that way. Uh, is when they kind of walk him, walk him out from behind. I love it. But yep. Toby Zari continues his winning streak. So that was like just a funny one to like kind of see as Kaisei lost. But You know what those remind me of? What? Every time that sort of exit happens to me, it always makes me think of square dancing. Because there's a moment in square dancing where they're like, grab your partner, turn them around, and promenade around the right. ring. So you turn your partner, you get behind them, and then you just walk them where well, you want them to go. You, well, you so, keep your hand on their belt as you go around them. Even in square dancing. Well, in two-stepping, you do. Yeah. You hold on to their back belt buckle. So it's totally so these like... Texas girls, it's just like two-stepping. It's exactly like square dancing. So I'm going to call that my promenade moment, because that's where it is. Yeah, the, it's, it's a really a rear push out, but, <laughs> but we call it the promenade. The promenade. <laughs> he got promenaded. Okay, I have an announcement. Okay, I think I've chosen my new boyfriend. And you found this out on day four. It's just seeing his name over and over again and watching it... him that I think I'm okay to say that I've just slowly but surely gotten on the Kitty Bayama train. Oh, I, think I thought he... it was Miyogido. Last week you said it was Miyogido. Well, I mean I'm fickle. He's well, we'll talk about I, his journey mm, later on. But you're dating around. That's I what might you're doing. be dating around. But I think Kiribayama has really been exciting. His match with Takayasu 
was really interesting from day four. Takayasu actually looked really good. He just, you know, he's too much of a man for Kiribayama to kind of overcome. <laughs> Plus, Takayasu's, like, he has these long arms and skinny, wiggly hips, and they're just too hard to grasp for Kiribayama. But even watching Kiribayama lose to Takayasu, you're just constantly reminded of this kid is on his way up. He's put on a little bit more weight. He is struggling to kind keep his weight and keep up with the energy that he's got but there's so much momentum in his appearance in this division there's just a, there's just a lot of excitement behind him at least when I watch him wrestle he may not always win but there's something about him that I feel similar to the way I felt about Asano Yama before he had started to kind of kick into overdrive mm-hmm. there's something about Kiribayama that's exciting in that same way I think it's just his dimples what I love about this back and forth we do on days is learning which bouts stand out to you because they are always different than mine. Yeah, always, yours are always, always different than mine. Yeah, I love it. This day also had Daisho versus Takanosho. Now, Takanosho's also been really fun to watch his rise. As always, Daisho starts strong out of the gate with this brutal Tachi eye. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's he's just that's his calling card. Plus, he just has this epic thrusting game that's just it. I don't think anybody else is as good as as he is. And Takanosho has equal strength and force in this match, and he kind of stops that momentum. He turns Daisho around and forcefully pushes him out. It was an Oshidashi win. But after, I'd like to kind of hear what the wrestler said, and about Takanosho that match, he says, I was able to watch my opponent calmly and get in when I needed to. All I was thinking of is, how can I stop his thrusts? And I pushed him out and I was able to stop him and that was good. And I didn't think I would have had this many wins at this point. And so he's really excited about his sumo. When he loses, though, his family says his face kind of falls. It kind of dies or whatever. Mm -hmm. So he says he's winning basically for his family so that they won't get worried, which is really sweet. Oh, that is nice. We have a Terunofuji win. And it seems that Terunofuji has some serious mojo in this match. Oshidashi win, but his pushing attack off the Tachiai, Shodai pushes back against Terunofuji, but he doesn't really gain much. And Terunofuji then switches into this brutal thrusting attack with forward motion and with a lock on Shodai's shoulder. He lifts him up and off balance. He's at the edge. He forces him out. He kept the forward motion in the two forward advances. And Shodai just had nowhere to go but out and back. That was a big match. I mean, Shodai versus Tananofuji. That's just huge. And I was amazed that Shodai actually lost. Mm-hmm. We had said that Asanoyama had lost all three days, right? Mm-hmm, yep. Well, he gets his first win of the tournament against Hokuto Fuji. Mm-hmm. And his Tsupati moved Hokuto Fuji backwards and had him clinging at the bales. And he struggled to push him out, but he did. And Hokuto Fuji went flying and he it almost got me worried. But I was glad. I was just finally so glad to see Asanoyama win. Asanoyama looked pissed. He did well. He's, I think Hokuto Fuji is kind of one of his rivals. I think Asanayama just was like, I am going to win this damn fight come hell or high water. I have got to, I cannot lose four in a row as an Ozeki. And so I think he was just reaching way far down deep. And actually that moment of pushing him off the doya was one of the cringe-worthy moments that stood out for me that day because Hokuto Fuji landed like a sack of potatoes on the ground yeah, on his did. butt and his back. Yeah. And I was a little worried about that, but he popped up. He seemed to be fine. I think if anybody could handle it, 
it's going to be Hokuto Fuji. can handle a brutal fall. So that's all I have for day four. Oh, I cannot believe you did not talk about the most cringeworthy moment of that entire day, though. Who was it? It was Shimano Umi versus Kyokutaisei. Yeah, and well, he had was, him limping back. I mean, that was very worrisome. The injury. So there was this shot that the camera got of Kyokutaisei's knee as an injury happened, and the t- very top of his tib fib moved back. Uh, can you chill with your tib fib? Okay, like, sorry, short, like... tibia fibula. <laughs> Those you. two bones in I'm the like, lower leg. Where's your tib fib? I don't know what the that two is. Two lower leg bones shifted backwards on his knee in a very unnatural unhealthy way and it was so they showed a slow-mo of that thing at least four times and sure enough he has withdrawn from the tournament they say it's an achilles like an achilles tendon rip or tear yeah but it looked so painful and so bad and so cringeworthy yes we wish him well but that's also why i don't bring it up sometimes i just don't want to talk about it when they hurt themselves so badly we'll get to more injuries we'll get to more injuries (laughs) later but that was just the first one that's right day five okay day five first enho versus ryudin Oh, so this, you skipped over Tobuzaru again and Koto Echo. Yep. I skipped over a bunch. That's I okay. skipped over a bunch because so this fight was memorable for me because sometimes a wrestler moves so fast, like a whirlwind, really. And this was one of those fights. Enho just jumped in and it was as if Tall Rudin was just trying to catch this whirling dervish or like yeah. this this Tasmanian devil well, you that know was what like happened. spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning around like a shark circling with his prey. Somehow Enho went around Ryudin over and over and over again and he just spun Ryudin right out with a rear push out. It was just so cool to watch. Well, Ryudin got Enhoed. That's what happened. That's right. And these are my notes. It looked like Ryudin was fighting off mosquitoes. Enho was the mosquito that wouldn't go away. Yeah. It was like Enho was always behind him or to his side, and he just could not catch him. It's a really fun bout to watch. Actually, I have to say, day five, this bout, Okino Umi versus Endo, has mm. been my favorite bout of the entire tournament. Yeah, I wrote, wow, what a match. Okay, and it was, wow, what a match. I had like seven stars next to it. Yes, okay, so So we do see it. the same thing. Yeah, yeah, when things really rise like cream to the top, we both notice it. And I would say if you have somehow missed this tournament, pull this bout up to watch it because it is incredible. If you are a Yotsu Zumo lover and a lover of, say, ballet, you will love this fight. It was a beautiful pas de deux between two sumo wrestlers. And I never once thought I would say that sentence. Pas de deux with yes, sumo. Pas de deux but you did. with you sumo wrestlers. It. Okay, so two wrestlers clinging to each other. There was some jostling at the top for hand placement on the belt. But once... Okinoumi and Indo locked in. They held each other fast and they used their enormous strength and leverage to try to move the other person out of the ring. It was like they were skating Endo, on thin ice. Yeah, Endo maneuvered Okinoumi right to the edge and it looked like Okinoumi was going out, but he held on tight, like his toes on top of the Tawada, standing tall, holding on to Endo's belt for life. They spun again and then Endo was at the edge in danger of going out, but he 
had this one foot on the Tawada and the other leg lifted like a ballerina out to the side just to keep his balance Can in the ring. Can you imagine? Most of the time they have the balance for two legs on the ground. He maintained that strength with one, one leg one. in an arabesque. And then somehow <laughs> from an arabesque, he spun again and Okinaumi finally went out in a frontal force out. It was gorgeous. Yes. From there on out, it looked like the Sanyaku pros took care of business on day five. Yeah. Finally. Well, and I just want to say again, Daesho versus Terunofuji. Daesho tried everything. Thrusts against Terunofuji's neck, his chin, his chest. Terunofuji stayed right with him, just swatting his arms away and moving forward until he could push Daesho out. And it sounds boring, but it's not. No, he's a total pro. It was very exciting, but you really got to see an experienced wrestler do his best sumo. Yeah. And who would have thunk at the end of day five, Onosho was the sole leader on the leaderboard after day five. After his brutally terrible last basho. Yeah. I was excited for him. I was too. But that just also shows the randomness of this basho as far as the leaderboard goes. Yes. It's real random. And I would also say day five is when Asanayama truly got his groove back. Mm -hmm. He looked good. Yeah. That's all I have to say about day five. Well, on day six, I'd like to just bring this to everyone's attention. I'm not sure if you've heard this, but it appears that Ichinojo has maybe a new nickname and it's now yes. Mongolian Monolith. Monolith. I, I wrote down the same thing. Yeah. It was like a really good day for nicknames from yeah. NHK. There was that one and then someone called, he also called, it was Heroes Day, wasn't it? I think it was. I think Hero loves the nicknames. The nicknames. He, he's, he's the one who also says, and that's all she wrote. Yes. Well, he said about Miyogi-Do, he is no cupcake opponent. And I was like, that's a really random one. I don't know if I've ever heard that phrase ever. <laughs> I know. Oh, I still love him. Day, whatever day this is, day six, Shohozan is still winless. That's all I have to say is that each day I just get a little bit more and more nervous for Shohozan the second he steps on the doyo, and I hope that he comes up with a win. Okay, let's move to Shodai versus Tochinoshin. Shodai disposed of Tochinoshin, and it was just aggressive and smart sumo coming from Shodai. Tochinoshin just couldn't get the grip that he wanted, and he just has nothing to fight back with as Shodai's double inside grip bowls him back and out. It was Yorikiri win for Shodai, who's now 5-1. and one. Shodai said, I just went forward, all guns a-blazing, without thinking of the loss that he had the day before. Did he say all guns yeah. a-blazing? Well, the translation is that. I think oh. Kintamayaba did this uh, translation, so shout out to Kintamayama for giving us this. So it may have been his translation, but he says, I think he went out full energy, all guns a-blazing. Huh. I think I've learned to deal with the stress that comes with trying to win a U-show. And I haven't trained as much as I like because of the virus, but I did have a lot of time to face myself in the break. Basically, what he's saying is he's his mental game is there. So that was um that was an exciting match. We had a weird energy with the Terutsuyoshi and Takakesho match. And from the beginning, we had a Terutsuyoshi false start, which I think actually pissed Takakesho off, which was interesting. And even though oh, Terutsuyoshi, yes, yeah, yes, I'm remembering remember this, this now, he, yeah. he tried a thrust down after the Tachiai and it didn't, it didn't work. But Takakesho just unleashed his full slap, thrust, pushing, forcing, and um, Terutsuyoshi was 
was kind of toast. And truly, Takakesho's strength, when you witness it in that and that attack back is exactly why he's an Ozeki. Well, I had forgotten this until you explained it, but I wondered if Teretsuyoshi had some sort of plan at work there, like he was trying to piss him off. And he then, may have been. And then, as I recall, he went for a leg pick. And it worked against Asanayama, but it didn't it work. It doesn't work against, against little guys. Takakesho. But I remember thinking, I wonder if that's part of his strategy to piss Takakesho off and get him so mad that he's just going to run forward and not expect the leg pick. Maybe. So that when, anyway, Takakesho read right through whatever the heck he was planning yeah. and then just put him flat on the ground. Yeah, it was interesting. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. Did you notice there was a fight in day six, Aoyama versus... I think it was Takara Fuji, but they did this funny forehead thing that I have never seen. They were, for a long time in this fight, they were forehead to forehead, and they were jostling for the upper hand yeah. with their foreheads. Well, I wrote weird Eskimo kisses. It was a head-to-head thing, and they did it twice. It was weird. Yeah, they did but it then often. This was also that weird match where, you know in soccer when someone just kicks the shit out of your uh, shins? shins? Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. It was a weird fight. It was just weird. Yeah. Eskimo and kisses, it, shin kicks. I had just never seen anybody fight with their head like that. Like pure forehead to forehead contact. And they moved it around. And then, yeah, like one was trying to get lower and like use their head to lift up the chest of the other one. It was bizarre. You know what it happens in nature with like elk, right? Isn't that how they fight? Oh. <laughs> like rams? Like, yeah. Head to head. Okay. Maybe we think of it that way. We think of it like... Yeah, like bighorn rams, like ramming into each other head first, and they lock up, and then they're trying to get unlocked yes. and and go chest to chest to knock the other one out. That is actually a perfect See? metaphor for what was happening. Thank you. Awesome. Okay. Day seven. So going into day seven, at this point, believe it or not, it was a six-way tie for first place. And this is a point where I really start to miss having Yokozuna around because usually around this point in Abasho, someone would be a clear leader. Yes. Would be one or two ahead. And that would usually be a Yokozuna. But that's not seeming like no, it's happening it's so weird. in this Abasho. No one's taking the clear lead. It's a free-for-all. It is a free-for-all. So in day seven, first of all, I want to mention Chiyomairu versus Tobizaru. You know those blow-up figures that they put in front of used car lots? Yeah, that, with the like, wiggly arms. The wiggly arms. Yeah. Sometimes sumo wrestling looks like two of those wiggly arm guys going at it face-to-face. And that is what this fight looked like. <laughs> it was so many flying arms. It was crazy to behold. Somehow Tobizaru came out with a win, but it was such a slap fest. It, it was. was like if you compare that fight to the, you know, Endo Okinaumi fight that I was explaining mm-hmm. earlier, they mm-hmm. are night and day. Yeah. And I just have to thank the world of sumo for coming up with all these different ways to fight someone. It never gets old. There's such variety in it. Yeah. It wasn't sloppy in a bad way. It was just a lot of wiggling and trying to wiggle free and it was it was Slappy, not sloppy, but slappy. The only thing it reminds me of is those things in front of the used car lots. All right. Anyway, Miyogiru continued his huge throat attacks on all of his opponents, tried it on Takanosho. It did not work. Takanosho just batted his arm away, stayed in close, took Miyogiru right out. 
There was another promenade your partner round ring fight with Terunofuji and Endo. This time they met in a tachiai and Terunofuji grabbed Endo's right arm. Endo tried to spin out of it and get himself free, but Terunofuji got right behind him in that promenade form and ushered him right out of the ring. Daisho versus Tochinoshin. Great match. Great fight. A bit of a brawl, really. Lots of slaps all Just over the everything ring. Everything about that match. There's twists and turns. Yeah. And- Daisho tried everything he could think of to keep Tochinoshin off of his belt, and Tochinoshin followed him everywhere he went in the ring. Once Tochinoshin got Daisho's belt, it was all over, but there was a bloody nose and a lot of hard breathing after this one. Tochinoshin had to work hard for this win. It was but a he st- got real it. street fight. Yep. And then the other one I loved on day seven, Shodai versus Okino Umi. Big yes. Tachiai. Yes. Shodai pushed Okino Umi all the way across the ring with Okino Umi's legs just straight. And then Okinoumi skipped to the side and Shodai pushed him again. And Okinoumi slipped to the side again. So they did that several times until Okinoumi twisted and just put Shodai down on his butt right on the edge of the ring. It's the kind of stuff I see Hakaho do that a lot. And it's just so beautiful. Yeah, the way it was a it beautiful out. A wrestler just ends down. up looking forlorn sitting on the side of the ring with a look on their face like, oh, I didn't realize that was gonna happen yeah. shoot well I and shodai shows that on his face when he loses yes it's just very obvious shock. like he's just so bummed yeah i love it i love it i, I was love thankful it. that okonomi won he needed that yes he did all right day eight hey y'all ishiura is back and he decided to come back today with his ankle injury and this was a really long match ishiura comes out on top though but he looks really kind of limited with his ankle mobility it just doesn't it just doesn't look right so he's back kind of to basically save himself from a big demotion and if he can get a decent number of wins now from here on out he may be able to hold on to his rank closer to his current rank of Mike Shira 13 I mean Ishiura won but uh I just I hate that they have to do that um I don't know if we mentioned it before Kota Shogiku went out what two days before or yesterday no two days before with a calf injury mm-hmm. and uh he came back on day eight he's looking very much hurt yeah it's fighting on one leg essentially yeah. and he simply kind of in this match with Hoshoryu he just kind of walks back and out he's yeah. clearly unable to use his calf at all I mean debutante Hoshoryu wins with a Yori Kiri but ugh, I I just wish he wasn't Kota Shogiku wasn't back okay Sadano Umi sad clown who in the past, I will just say overall, just really doesn't stick out to me. But this match with Toby Saru, there was something magical in the air. Now, I'll just say, first out of the gate, it was a Tsukiyotoshi win by Sada no Umi. But never have I seen Sad Clown have such crazy energy. This was just fast and dirty, and Sada no Umi had basically a grip on Tobizaru's belt from behind, and Tobizaru spins a full pirouette again and releases somehow Sadanumi's grip on his belt and it was just more fast firing of slaps and thrust from there from like a desperate Tobizaru and he's going for a leg swipe which basically looks like another soccer kick to the shin and it didn't work it clearly hurt as afterwards Sadanumi was like kind of circling (laughs) 
his ankle after he won. But Sada Naomi just turned on something inside and he finished off Tobizaru with an epic, epic thrust down. And Tobizaru was actually smiling afterwards. Do you remember that? Yeah, it's because my favorite think, part of the whole match. I think he knew himself what a great match that was, and he lost, but I think he knew Sada Naomi challenged him in a huge way, and dare I say, had fun losing. I think they appreciate it when they get had in such a great way. They're like, yes. I put up an incredible fight. That was a great fight. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the way he felt. Now, the last thing I'll say is, okay, Tochi Notion is not my favorite, and I think here's why. I think he's a liar. <laughs> So Tochinoshin, I think he's got a good poker face. No, he's a liar. Why do you say he's a liar? Uh, Tell okay, me more. So, well, he tries the Senka right off the start yeah. with Takakesho. Yeah. And Takakesho goes down. And it's just an easy Takikomi slap down from Tochinoshin with all of this power Takakesho like had no way to respond when yeah, Tochinoshin Taka- stepped to the side. Taka T-Rex. Nothing to see here in my opinion other than just a desperate Tochinoshin. I'm sorry Tochinoshin fans, but when you can't meet an Ozeki as a former Ozeki, other than in a Henka, like, come on. I mean, no, it's legal, but I just don't like it. Now, what he said about himself afterwards is the Henka, he said, it wasn't really a strategy. It just happened. I was planning on going about, you know, my sumo as usual. I won, but I'm not happy about the content. Well. That's what makes him a liar? Well, did you see what he did on day nine? Yes, I did. Well, it, in regards to that. <laughs> day nine, we can just jump into day nine. Day you know nine, what he, he tried brought, again? He brought it back. He brought it right back. Yep, and I was another like, Ozeki. another desperate move. But it didn't work. It didn't work. <laughs> but it shows you that it didn't just happen with Takakesho. Why would he try that again the next day after? Like, I, I think it's desperate moves. I constantly go back to Ahenka is legal. It is. It is disappointing, though. But I Ozeki will say versus that. former Ozeki, come on. I. Couldn't believe the stack of envelopes that Tochinoshin won for that Henka on day eight. And that made me think, oh, that's why they do it. That's a ginormous stack. And yeah. if you're an Ozeki, you have to be prepared for you that. You do. That can come from anyone at any time. I know. But and, it's like the honor of it all. It's uh, like Takakesho met it. He was like, I am ready to fight. It is disappointing. Ugh. I will give you that. It's like a cheater's move. But it's perfectly legal. It is legal. I just don't have to like it. And Osanayama was ready for it on the next day. Thank and goodness. Osanayama got the best of Tochin Ocean. Thankfully. So it only works sometimes. Not all the time. And I think Takakesho just needs to be ready for it more often. I don't like him. So at the end of day eight, this is the halfway point of this tournament. And there is a nine-way tie for the lead at the end of day eight and a six-way tie for second place. It's even more so anyone's game. There's no clear leader at all. Everyone has lost. Everyone has won. It's exciting. And man, I still miss those Yokozuna. Shohozan at the end of day eight is still at a complete loss. Yeah, but day nine. He's 0 for 8 at the end of day eight, which that is, I believe, a square on our bingo card. Somebody had to go zero and eight in Makauchi. So if you have that square on your bingo card, I think you just got one. Shohozan finally won on day nine. On day nine, yes. But it's not even worth mentioning now because there are other things more exciting. (laughs) First on day nine, Kojishogiku still fighting on one leg. I know. But now it's even more painful 
beautiful to watch because the people that he's fighting are all checking in with him at the end of each match yes. and saying, are you okay? I mean, he just hobbled out with, with Tokushoryu. Yeah. And so, oh, it's really hard to watch him up there. You just wish he would take some time off. Okay, day nine. I have to say, I finally got to see a matchup that I have been waiting for. Enho versus Ichinojo. <laughs> It was their first time meeting. <laughs> and if you are not familiar with Sumo, this is like Enho is this little man who comes up to maybe the nipples of Ichinojo. Ichinojo is ginormous. Enho is it's very like small. Danny it's like Danny DeVito versus Andre the Giant. That's great. That's totally <laughs> what it's like. Except yeah. Enho has more hair than Danny DeVito. So, but. There, you can probably guess there was not a big tachiai at the beginning of this match. It was a quick meeting of hands and a very fast move to the side by Enho because that's exactly what Danny DeVito would do in that position. <laughs> Ichinojo slapped away. Enho was trying everything he could to just Leg try to pick, get in there. Everything. And then at some point, Enho just decided. This is my moment. I will bury my head and neck and chest into this large man's belly, and I will push with everything that I have, and it worked. Ichinojo lumbered back and out of the ring. Inho looked relieved, honestly, with that win, <laughs> but I have been so looking forward to that fight, and I finally got to see it, well, so thank he you. Well, he was one in seven you know, yeah, no, he's I mean, two. Enho needed that win. But <laughs> could you imagine me like, I need this win and I'm about to go up against the monolith. Yeah. That was fun time. So it I enjoyed was fun that. to watch. I just, yeah, it's so odd to look at. I love it. Okay. Terano Fuji versus Hokuto Fuji. A great Tachi eye. Hokuto Fuji stayed low, leaned into Terano Fuji. Hokuto Fuji had Terano Fuji underneath his armpits. And yeah. as I recall, he was pushing up, lifting Terano Fuji's chest. And Terano Fuji couldn't get a hold of Hokuto Fuji's belt, though he was trying really hard to get it. And uh, He's patient, Terano, though. He's Terano really Fuji, patient. Yeah, he tried to shake Hokuto Fuji off, but he just couldn't do it. There was this big struggle of power and pushing right in the middle of the ring and then there was this wonderful moment where Taranofuji just let everything go. And he simply stepped to his left. Yeah, a little quick left and step. Hokuto Fuji <laughs> was pushing so hard that he actually flung himself into space, hands and feet flying. Taranofuji just like gave, him, gave him a little extra push as he went flying by and landed in a heap on the clay. And Taranofuji just coolly walked back to his side of the ring like, yeah, I did it. Yeah, that was me. Mm. I just love it when a wrestler just goes, all I really have to do is let this opponent take themselves out. Right. I just am going to get out of the you way. You have to just wait for the moment. That is the training of martial arts, yes. right? Mm -hmm. Just let your opponent injure themselves. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that officially what they say? <laughs> Not officially, Ed, but it was beautiful, and I love watching sumo for those moments. Uh, a couple more to mention on day nine. Okay, Shodai versus Daisho. This is a great fight because there was huge pushing and shoving on both sides. 
big heaves at the edge. Daisha went flying forward out of the ring as Shodai was stepping backward out of the ring. And it was one of those moments where both wrestlers were like doing the Mission Impossible thing where yeah. they're both trying to keep their arms and legs away from the floor as yeah. long as they could. Yeah. And it was really, really close. I still thought it looked like Shodai won at this moment. I did too. But the judges said, oh, it's a tie. We're going to do it again. So rematch. We rematch. got a rematch of Shodai versus Daisha. We Daiya got a two for one. And it was great the first time. It was great the second time. The second time, there was clearly a win by Shodai. But it was just really great sumo all the way around. Yes, and boy, oh, Daesho is a friggin' beast with that thrust game. With the especially those neck thrusts. He goes I mean, for the neck and the chin and the face more than anybody else. Yes. Well, and it just his looks position. Awful. Yeah, it's just really beautiful. Imagine a 350-pound man thrusting himself right at your chin with every muscle in his entire body. Yeah. If I was in a street fight, I would pick Daesho. <laughs> I actually would pick Tochinoshi. To be honest, you would pick Tochi Ocean. No, he would just hanker his way out of it. Well, I think he would shyster his way around it oh, and win you? somehow. But if I wanted a true street fight with like feistiness, I'd pick Daisho. So my guess is Leslie really loved watching Tochi Ocean lose yes. against Asanayama on day nine when he tried the same Hinka move. That Asanayama was so ready for. That's right. We mentioned and, it earlier, but yep. it should just be noted. Like you can't, you can't pull one over on Asanayama. He learned. He had learned a hard lesson. He had a hard lesson. Yeah. So at the end of day nine, here's where we stand. There's still a six-way tie for first place. I, I mean, who are they? I literally don't know. Takakesho. Okay. Ozeki. Shodai. Okay. Sekiwaki. Right. Yep. Terunofuji. Magashira one. Wakataka Kage. <laughs> Magashira eight. Onosho, Magashira 9, Tobizaru, Magashira 14. That's who is tied for first. And then there's four more guys tied for second. So it's crazy. It's nuts. We're at the end of day nine. No one has a Kachikoshi yet, which is bizarre. But we will have a winner in a week. Eventually. So, who knows like, what it'll be? We, this is a nutty tournament. It's just really crazy. It's going to be really fun to do the Kachikoshi bingo as this continues on. So please play along with us. It's going to be an exciting second week. Send us your photo of your cards if you get a bingo. And I don't have anything else to say except for thank you so much for playing with us and for watching Sumo. Yeah, absolutely. Um, before I go, I want to say we had some really fun back and forth this week on Twitter about who would be the best cuddler. I just yes. want to thank everybody who participated in that because it gave my mind some really strong visuals of what it would be like to be snuggling next to Okanomi mm-hmm. or uh, if it was Hokuto Fuji or ones you wouldn't like Ichinojo maybe you wouldn't want to. <laughs> I um, loved everybody's reasons yeah. that someone would or would not be a good cuddler. And they're very close to our own. Like, we think these things, too. Like, oh, that person must be a terrible snorer. <laughs> or you know that person sleeps hot. There's no way I want to snuggle with that one. Yeah, it's great. It is. So that is our style of sumo here at, at Sumo Kaboom. Please tune in again for more info on the sport we love. Until next week. Join us online. Find us on social media. And we'll talk at you soon. Until later, I'm Laurie. And I'm Leslie. Thanks for listening. Sayonara. See y'all later. Mm-hmm.